0: Right, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out guys. These guys know what's up. Big
1: Kenny Omega fans, and that's all that counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Thanks. This is Mike BB from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Woo! Rockin' rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boyd, Rich Latta, and a couple friends with the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping off the rest of the IWC. We gonna tell her how it is. We we're gonna shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gonna rip them the bits. Make sure that you join us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend now. Let's get it on the road. One Nation One Nation One Nation Welcome to
0: One Nation Radio, and now here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd, and thank. you. Thank you for listening. SocialSubsplex.com, BWB, what's up? You girl good, it's Wale, and it's One Nation Radio. Yeah,
1: I know. Welcome to the December 13th edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man?
0: Not too much. Just uh, doing a podcast while paul george is having his homecoming in indiana indiana so uh interesting saw a couple funny signs on uh twitter but uh i mean from what i can tell i just sort of tuned in i haven't seen any real like hostility
1: i heard they booed the shit out of him uh in intros
0: well you know that's that's par for the course right like what i mean by hostility is like you know
1: paul george came back from a broken leg for these for these ungrateful assholes
0: yeah, well, and the I, franchise I mean, traded could, him. Yeah, it could be worse. They could be like you know running onto the running into in the uh, onto the floor during the middle of the game like they did with LeBron, uh, his second time there.
1: <laughs> you you don't know if that man is wielding a weapon or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, uh, we're gonna be talking about a couple things today. Uh, we're gonna get started with a preview for WWE Clash of Champions, the last pay per view of the year. James, we have made it through the gauntlet of all these goddamn shows this year. It has been Dude. one. It has been so much this year. Yeah, and there's more, more. And I and I more dreaded it from the start. It was just like, wow. I, there's no way this can be good. And SmackDown has had a year which we can pretty much you know forget um you know for most of it you, you can point to two shows possibly mm-hmm. that i think you can have a real level of enjoyment for uh in smack smack the smackdown side otherwise i, I just don't see it uh, money in the bank trash battleground trash backlash trash
0: i i'm racking my brain right now job memory what's the second one after elimination chamber
1: it would probably be hell in a cell Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean was that was that paper view good or was it or or was it oh I guess yeah, can okay, you know the two paper view the two like main or the two on some matches paid off for uh for for the time being when it happened in real time. I don't really I really don't remember much of what happened in between those two main event uh matches, like what
1: well they was, they, was AJ
0: they, in that three way?
1: Yeah, he was in that three way and that was pretty good with uh Dillinger yeah. and Corbin. Um, that man was doing a yeoman's work. Um, <laughs> and, and they Jeez. sacrificed uh, Shinsuke Nakamura the night, that night. So, <laughs> um, Anyway, um, on to Clash of Champions. Um, it is a six-match card uh, with a pre-show match. Uh, so we can start right at the beginning. We have AJ Styles defending the WWE Championship against Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal immediately getting his rematch the month after, which is like... A ridiculous, you know, concept in WWE because that almost never <laughs> happens.
0: Yeah, it. I remember at one point I wrote down a list of all the people that are still old uh, heavyweight uh, championship uh, rematches one on one. I mean, so it, it, it's so weird. Like AJ pretty much got his what seven, eight months apart from when he was owed it when he lost the belt or sorry 10 months right um <clears throat> actually sorry nine months uh, it's, it's it's really weird like uh Daniel Bryan is still owed a, a title shot uh hmm I remember correctly who else Finn Balor uh yeah Finn Balor uh did Roman ever get his title shot after he lost the match to uh to uh Seth Rollins
1: I mean no not as a one-on-one match well, no, yes, no, 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 he, he got it, he got it back, like, he got a universal title match, he didn't get the WWE championship, uh, match, oh, but it took him a while right. to
0: get it. No, no, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, I, I mean, I still kind of, as he still old a match, but whatever, I guess, you know, he's, he'll get it whenever he goes, goes over to SmackDown. Which will be never. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Um,
1: actually, James, I, I actually saw a column the other day, it actually, uh, reminded me of you saying that someone had wrote out. Uh, the twenty-five guys that are still owed a WWE Championship match. So there's like twenty-five of them.
0: Yeah, there, I mean, there's The Rock, there's John Cena. Like, it, yeah, it's it's a it's a thing. Um yeah. But any, but anyway, like you know, whatever. Uh, either this could be the restart of of or they, you know go back to 2018. We'll, we'll just we'll beat our fans, the devil, we'll flog them to death.
1: Punish or, us.
0: Uh, or yeah. <laughs> yeah corporal punishment flogging or uh you know maybe uh maybe it might be a little change might be you know a change for the uh, for the for the 18 so we'll see
1: yeah man um this this rematch hasn't really been built on much um it's been aj running through the singh brothers um jinder mahal expressing his desire to get back the championship and you know, being dressed absurdly um, at times. Um, <laughs> he's, you know, that that one week where he came out there dressed like Vince. Um, that that oh, that was yeah. that will stand that out in my la- mind yeah. for quite a while. Um,
0: yeah, last week. Yeah, this week he came out with a nice suit and a shirt, like. See anybody that's ever like watched Roseanne back in the day? Like it, he was like in a like a weird flannel that like John Connor wore, like Dan and uh character and um and Roseanne wore like when he was trying to like sell cars or sell uh what was he trying to sell? Well, besides the point, like it was like it was like some real midwestern type deal from this international uh, fly guy supposedly. It was weird.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm praying and hoping that AJ Styles uh, keeps the championship. Like we were saying, there hasn't really been much uh, to go into this. AJ Styles is basically, you know, saying you want it, come get it. Uh, they laid him out on SmackDown this week. <laughs> uh, the match with the Singh brothers uh, a couple of weeks ago was pretty fun. Uh, seeing AJ Styles Styles class them off the second rope onto the other one that was that was pretty cool. Um,
0: All right, so check this out. What they did uh, to uh, for their go home show angle. Yes. They AJ comes out and then the Sing Brother come out and they come in and they say, you know what? <laughs> we, we we're not going to get involved in this match because we're sick and tired of how Jenner has treated us. Blase squaw. He made me uh you know, he made me kiss his feet. Uh they taste they tasted and smelt gross. AJ's playing along with it like really they, he had you doing all that? I can't believe it. Yeah, man, you need to leave him alone. Um, you know, it's almost you know, like if this was if this was a, a different situation, this would sound almost like Dirty Mackin, right? But yes. anyway, he get, and they get to the point where you know he's like, you know, what, yeah, we're just going, we're not even going to be involved with gender, like true gender, like we're just not even going to be in the match, you know? And like everyone's saying, no one's not believing, him, no one's believing, believing him for a second. But AJ's actually doing a pretty good job of seeing, like he's actually somewhat entertaining the idea that that might actually be true. So then. He pops up social uh, Twitter from or from wherever they were over the weekend. Oh, about this they shit? Were, and they're like, "What up?" Yeah, and they said, "What about when you were, you know, uh, doing your deal with him uh, just, you know, a couple days ago?" You know, I, he's like, "It was almost like, wait a second, I thought you guys were supposed to pretend nothing happens at house shows happens on TV. And, you know, <laughs> I thought you were supposed to just pretend like that's not even a thing." So. Uh, then they went from there, and it was pretty interesting. Like uh, AJ, AJ is like, "I'll make sure you guys aren't going to be there at all." He headbutts one of them, and then he whoops the other one. I, I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty de- a decent time fill for you know not much of a of a type of angle to to, 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 to spruce it up at the end. But like, it looks like Jinder is going to, or I mean, at least you know the the suggestion is that Jinder is going to be there on his own.
1: We can I all know we can only hope yeah, and and we can only hope that he um is looking up at the the lights and we can move AJ Styles uh as a WWE champion going into Wrestlemania season and ultimately Wrestlemania but um you know and if they switch the title you'll probably hear me unleash um somewhere whether it's here or Chad Matthews show I, I'm going to lose it um the next mm-hmm. title match
0: uh, real quick should i should i should i <laughs> throw on the gauntlet again and dare wwe to do some bullshit so that i cannot so that you have to uh now co-host one day radio with sierra or simon <laughs> so it
1: seems that
0: every it seems that every time i tell them that, that they're that they dangerous they're close to the danger zone they seem to you know not get, do whatever crazy right. thing they possibly think of doing
1: yeah um so the next match, um, there's a triple threat match for the United States Championship, and this feud Hold is on. an absolute. Hold
0: on, bro. Yeah. What about Team Canada?
1: Oh, we, we, we get in there. I'm just, I'm just going in order on, on the joint. Right. So this feud is an absolute d- disaster. It is a dumpster fire. It is Baron Corbin. Um, you know, come coming is Baron Corbin times three. Essentially, it, it is him rising the fuck up and multiplying. Um, Baron Corbin has been a human corpse um since SummerSlam and a little bit before that. Bobby Roode has been absolutely murdered as a character and he's literally just a guy. Uh he's in that danger zone. He is a resident of that danger zone that Macho Man was talking about. And Dolph Ziggler just showed the fuck back up after being, you know, doing absolutely nothing this year. Um getting whooped by Nakamura on T V essentially he's back with theme music again um it's like we're supposed to forget all that whole shit where he was he was coming out he actually got himself over um but he was he disappeared from tv you know i want to say for like eight weeks it felt like and you know he just shows up yeah you know i'm Dolph ziggler i'm a former two-time world champion of course i get to be in this match and this match looks like the epitome of we don't know what the fuck our mid card is supposed to look like on SmackDown.
0: You're, you're right. Um, and dare I say, I mean, if this were back in the days before the brand split and all the champions were all on raw and this was the U S belt, like in it's when it was the third belt in the company um, for the Mill singles, Will we even consider this a, uh, will we even consider this a uh, mid-card feud? Do we just say this is a bottom of the card feud? Because it feels like a bottom of the card Bro, feud. Bro, it's,
1: it's really bad. Like, like I don't understand, it's, like, who could be excited about this? Like, who can be excited it, about Baron Corbin right now?
0: You know what's even worse? Like, I just said that, and I thought to myself, oh, my God, like, Mojo Rale- Raleigh versus, like, Zack Ryder is the bottom of the card feud. Like, SmackDown, like, they have no mid-card.
1: You know why? Well, it like this can either be fixed Yeah, it this can be fixed on Sunday, like or it can't. Like, like the roster position has been thrown off since, uh, let's see, uh, April. It's been thrown off, like, and so it creates like this weird, you know, situation where they got to plug guys in, you know, different places, and it just, you know, this match is bad. Like, I'm, I think it's gonna be awful.
0: But the thing is, right, so... Like, they realize that they have no mid-card. Like, they're so top-heavy. Like, the guys that are supposed to be their mid-card, like, they all, you know, they're not cutting it right now. And then what do they do on the back end? Let's throw Nakamura, Randy Orton, uh, Kevin Owens, and and Sami Zayn all into one feud. It's like, stretch this shit out! (laughs) Um, I mean... I'm kind of have the idea that you know that Orton and, and Owens is going to happen sooner or later, like um, relatively soon. But they could have done like what, what would have been so bad about having Sami Zayn and Nakamura go out there seeing how both of they both of them right now, like where they are in Ross' position, have them go out there and let them have another blowaway match that they did in uh, Nakamura's debut. What would, been the, what would have been the worst thing about that? You'll get no
1: argument. Over? You'll get no argument from me uh, because I love blowaway matches, you know. And, and apparently, that's like a thing on the internet. Like people don't like blowaway matches anymore. They they much rather matches that aren't blowaway matches for some reason. But um, is
0: that true? Is, is, is
1: that really true? No, I just I just feel like I, I I've been interacting with a bunch of folks lately. It's like hip, hipsters. Like <laughs> that's all that's all I think that's going on here. But um. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind a blowaway match from uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Sami Zayn. Seems like they've been allergic to having that match on SmackDown because they've made Owens wrestle him a million times. Uh, similar to the way I thought they were allergic to—well, uh, this is a different case—they're allergic to uh, Seth Rollins versus AJ. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, let let us keep going down the list. Um, let let's go ahead to that tag team match. Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura will be taking on Team Canada, as James has named them. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And it will be a match with two special guest referees at the same damn time, like Future once said.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, so since you since you sound like you don't really approve of that, do you, pre- do you prefer Team Canada or the New Age Mounties?
1: Ooh, I like that better.
0: I'm sorry. Actually, no. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. The Quebecers, New Age Quebecers, eat two. They would pick one. They can be the one Q- of them. Canada gimmicks. Pick up Canada. They can be Canadian the Quebecers,
1: or they can be the the Rougeau brothers juniors, or whatever. The fabulous, the fabulous uh, Quebecers. How about that? All right, then. The uh, fabulous Quebecers. Um, these guys. Um, they're obviously not being fired. Um, so all the suspense lays with Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. And James, you went on a diatribe in uh, one of our messaging groups uh, about Shane McMahon and everything he's done since then and basically just, just lit him on fire. So if you wouldn't mind.
0: Yeah, like the um, – the was it the inaugural uh, Source Awards? Or was it just not the 94 Source Awards? can't remember if that was the first one or not. 95. Name. 95? Okay. Yeah. The 95 Source Awards – uh, like, and, and it's famous in hip-hop history for the, the lore of, the, it's the height of the East Coast, West Coast thing, allegedly, between, you know, and, yeah, Death Row there, you have uh, Bad Boy there, um, you, you, you know, it's in, well, it was in New York, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was in New York, and, like, you know, the whole thing, like, even, even like, you know, the greatest rap group of all time, Outkast, is caught in a crossfire, where, they win best new artists and they get booed out of the gymnasium. Why? Because they're not they're not from the, the Northeast corridor. Even though like, you know, there, there was always this weird thing where like you go back and you hear like Jermaine Dupree talk about it and he was like, you know Atlanta was quote unquote considered the East Coast for for uh um back then during the East Coast, West Coast thing. Like that's where they fil- aligned themselves with in that situation. But anyway, back to lecture Hand, hand, uh, you know, there's a point where I forgot what award happens, but uh, Sugar Knight accepts an award and he goes up there and he says, if you don't want to uh, have, you know, your label executive all in the videos, dancing and all, and all in your songs, doing ad libs and singing, come to Death Row Records. Right, and, and it also, you know, you also have Snoop Dogg comes on stage, they boo Snoop Dogg and he, and he snaps off on the crowd and he's like, I can't believe y'all like, y'all ain't got no love for Dr. Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg I know what the fuck it is, East Coast, West Coast or I know what it is, I know it's East Coast West Coast in the house it was, Bro, It's, one it's one so the, it's fascinating like, Yes, yeah, it's one of the most moments, like, tense moments where you look, like, look at like, the, the snippets because it's like, dude, like all those dudes especially back then, especially in Death Row all them dudes were Tony, so like, it yeah. you know and I don't know how you know you know celebrities aren't really too far from going places where they have to you know.
1: Look, and this isn't your your cuddly Snoop Dogg grandfather right now. This was like 24, 25 year old Snoop Dogg, like still yeah. still fighting for real estate out here.
0: Yeah, fresh maybe off of murder, less like fresh that. Off of a, Yeah, fresh off of being a murder case, right? Right. So, um, so it it was a real tense moment. But anyway, like you think of that, and like I thought about like that's Shane McMahon Shane McMahon is like in the way that obviously Snoop Dogg everyone knows like he was alluding to, to Puff Daddy um and how t- Puff Daddy takes liberties in music he's one of, and he pretty much like you know how like I always say that like R. Kelly ruined uh, ruined the R&B game by doing that singing rapping shit yeah. like he just ruined it like once he started doing it like and I mean I mean simply like the early 2000s when he really got into it, besides him trying to be fade out to Dre on like, uh, on 12 play. But <laughs> that's, like, once he started doing, like, Fiesta and stuff, you're like, oh, okay, okay.
1: Found a new wave.
0: Yeah, and he helped ruin the game. But anyway, like, in that same way that, like, RK, R. Kelly ruined the game, like, the producer game, like, Diddy is at the forefront of, of, of ruining, the, ruining that whole wave where, like, Next thing you know, Timbaland's talking on tracks. Jermaine Dupree's talking on tracks. Pharrell always wants to sing on every single track. (laughs) He he is the alpha and omega, pun intended, of the whole entire thing. So you think of Shane, and Shane is like, Shane is just Shane. He's found on his own, but he always has been thrusted into so many situations that he is not needed or he's just literally there to, 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 take, to take away the shine and spotlight from somebody else that needs it because he's McMahon, so therefore he's a bigger star than everybody else. And there, that's where he ended up. So I ended up going, going through like the bad boy catalog. I was like, you know what? You think about it with shame. Shane is pretty much Diddy on every single like bad boy uh, single in the '90s, where like he just on there for no reason. He's he's really not at like. You really think him saying "take that" during Biggie's first verse of Hypnotize, made that verse hotter? You think that you think that like that pushed it over the top to one of the greatest drop songs of all time? You really <laughs> think that's what it was? You nope. think that you think it's one of the re- You think like him him talking and saying "tell your friends to, uh, to get with our friends" and later on we can be friends. That's cool. You think him doing all Big Pop of elevated that to one of the greatest rap songs all the time? Hey,
1: man, I, I thought that was kind of fly, but that's besides the point.
0: That's not my point. My point is that man is seasoning. That man, that man is not no vain. I mean, at least back then, right? That man, especially before No Way <clears throat> Out came out, that man was seasoning. He was just, you know... Yeah. He, actually, I didn't even season it, because seasoning is essential. He was garnish. He was garnish. Oh. He's like, parsley on the side. Gotcha. So, Shane every single time like it's always something like Maze comes out "I will Feel so good yes hop on the bridge why because even though we two minutes two and a half minutes of the song it is one of the hottest songs of 98 Ninety, I can't remember the year we need to put Puff on there to say take, you know take hits from the AS, but do it sound so crazy man kick it rocks it's not about you D stop, stop putting yourself into all these situations that do involve you and then I thought to myself you know what one of the things that has has really annoyed a lot of people with the Sami Zayn Kevin Owens uh, pairing is that like they come out and they're literally telling the truth, or more or less, like they're telling their version of the truth, right? But
1: the up in movement. effect,
0: what they're saying is 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 a, is a it breathes true, especially after what happened at uh, Survivor Series with the whole undersea thing. And tyrant. And not only not only are they telling the truth, like. They're getting like they're getting treated like geeks, especially Semi Zayn. Sami Zayn has done some of the like the best he's always anytime he's gotten any type of opportunity, he's done very well with it for what they've given him. And he took this and like he's annoying Ska boy, doing all the ridiculous dancing and, and he's and he's turning up to to as they say eleven. And he's so great and he and he hops on there and Kevin Owens comes from when he does the check. Yeah. And that's great, and they did the yep movement thing. And in the meantime, like it just, it just feels like it, it's not. It's not like doing anything. Like Sami Zayn's getting being like a drum. Like yes. they like, can even let like him. Like be bro, ready like Sami Zayn's.
1: Like Sami Zayn's like on a treadmill right now. It's like yeah, you're working out. Yeah, you, you you're um you know you're sweating and all that. But but you ain't you ain't moving no distance right now. <laughs>
0: right. There's like a stake in and, front of
1: him that he can't reach. And
0: a lot of that comes down to yes, yeah, is that time of the year and they're still, you know, musical chairs right now until the Royal uh-huh. Rumble and then Wrestlemania whatever else, but and then, you know, eventually, hopefully you know, they get moved on from the Shane thing once, once for all and they can move on to like doing some tag team feuds like the New Day and the Usos or whatever else, but right now, where they're at with Shane like literally like keeping a thumb on them and literally like holding them down just because you know, they screwed them over one time, is like, I thought you were the good guy I, don't, I mean, I know good guys turn over the sheet but like there was something to be said about that, that, uh, the end of SmackDown last week where, where Daniel Bryan is sitting next to him. He's like, Well, I guess that means they're off the hook now, right? And he said, like, You kidding me after what they did? I'm like, dude. Like, what else you want? Like, one, one y'all was going to lose anyway because y'all was already down two 4 by the time they jumped out there and you defended yourself with a chair, you know, because, you can you know, beat two people with a what a weapon that's not a gun the, easily the valiant warrior shaming man yeah so I, I you know i was just like all right fine like so i just went on i just went off and started <laughs> adding, like add situ- situations that, that fit with songs and i just see y'all the videos and like you descriptions i was just like i'm like you know me i haven't really been as bad on the uh on the shame thing as you but Especially like WrestleMania time this year, uh, uh, earlier this year, you 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 unleashed on him. You he literally wrote a he <laughs> wrote a uh, you know, piece stanza and all that. But me, I just said I was like, you know, I, I'm at a breaking point where it's like, hey, man, enough of this. Like, can we move on to something else? Like, Shane was come out and wrestle at time here, time there, cool. But like, I don't need <coughs> the overarching storyline where he's just literally like taking up the entire um, winter, fall, and winter or the or the last third of the year. Go away, right.
1: Um and, and that's leading us to his issues, you know, Daniel Bryan trying to be the honorable man that he is. And it looks like, you know, he may find himself in a situation where he's gonna have to either save uh Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn out of doing the right thing. We're back after some technical difficulties. Um technical difficulties meaning i damn near coughed up a lung where i'm from marcy's son um <laughs> but um yeah uh same man and daniel bryan like the the whole uh everything about this match you know is gonna come down to to them is daniel bryan gonna have to uh make put himself in a position where he ends up inadvertently fucking over nakamura and orton Maybe there's a situation where you know we're right for a Randy Orton heel turn and he drops Nakamura for some weird reason and aligns with Owens and Zan and says, you know what, fuck shame it, man, because I already know how he gets down. Yeah. Literally anything can happen. I just know that um Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are winning.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, like that's the only thing that we. Well, that, that's <laughs> one thing we know for sure is like by hook or by crook, most likely, cro- you know, crooked like a left hand. uh, is gonna be. uh Team Canada, the Quebecers, the the Rouges, whatever you want to call them. Them boys from up... Them them, them
1: northern boys. Way up north. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it it should be an interesting match. All those guys are good wrestlers, um, but, you know, I'm never high on the special referee gimmick. I feel like it should be abolished. Um, If Daniel Bryan does something physical, he's probably going to stoke the flames even more. Um, If he ends up taking some type of ref bump or, you know, if it's Shane and... He might catch a kick somewhere. I don't know. But I just want to say it is a true crime that Daniel Bryan and Shinsuke Nakamura will be in the same ring together, not able to wrestle. Fuck y'all, WWE. Um, <clears throat> on to the next match. Go ahead.
0: I I mean, I don't... I mean he's not cleared to wrestle. Like if they clear to wrestle, then cool. They'll, they'll, they'll have, I'm sure those two will get to a match eventually. But like, you really, you, I mean, honestly, i like, those are two of your favorite guys in the last five years or so. But like, damn, like you literally said, literally said, screw the company for them. Like just putting them in the ring together. I'm sure they've been in the ring together. Like, like don't
1: even be teasing me I, like this. Don't, don't, don't even play with me like a- this. <laughs> you know, y'all, they, 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 they not put me through enough this year.
0: Wow!
1: All right, all right. And, and meanwhile, I think they doctors is fugazi anyway. So you know, that's a whole another well, yeah, subject. Mo- well, yeah,
0: that movie. Like, you're, you, I mean, there's, I mean, they made a movie about him being, you know, on the pe- on in, in somebody's pocket. So what can you really do?
1: And and that's the thing. Like, so many people I think don't understand about that. Like, I'm like, look, man, in, in pro sports it happens all the time. It's like the team doctor is going to normally tell you what's best for the team. You know, (laughs) because
0: they pay because they pay the the doctor. That's why, I like you know, yeah, definitely.
1: You know, and and it's and it's. I know it's a conspiracy theory and all that, but they need to move that man out the way somehow, Um, or else they never was gonna get what they wanted. So um, and it seems like they still haven't got that, but um, we're gonna move on. Um, Charlotte and Natalia will be taking on each other in a lumberjill match. Um, I just want to say that they've already kind of normalized the Riot Squad, um, giving them jobber interests. Oh yeah, by the way, Sarah Logan should never open her uh, mouth on a microphone ever, ever.
0: Why you say that? Because of the possum game thing from last week. Bro,
1: that like she's she's like country with T R E E at the end.
0: Well, yeah, but that, but you know, they're having to play that up. Like, you really think, you really think Sarah Logan talks about the fact that Daniel Bryan doesn't actually like, like you're biased against the South. Like, you know, you ain't. Bro, right I heard that shit. I was screaming. You, you really think? Come on, and that first part, the best part about that was like the fact that it's flat out lie. Like every single champion at, uh, at the time that she said that, every single one of them resides in a, in a former slave holding state. So I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like they're going from. from barricorn from missouri charlotte is built from er uh built from uh north carolina and Styles is from georgia and uh the usos are from pensacola florida like it don't i mean it don't get more stars and bars than that
1: yeah um Liv morgan is entirely like too adorable to be trying to sound tough like i i don't believe it just let ruby Riot mm-hmm. do all the talking let her you know carry this whole deal but um they, they're the lumberjills, and you know Natalia's getting her rematch, and Natalia's been, you know, she's had a pretty good year. Um, but you know, this is the time of Charlotte, so we think. But James, I think you had mentioned this might be the time for something.
0: <clears throat> yeah, um, you know, lumberjill match. Everybody's going to be out there on hand, uh, including uh, one Carmella, the the Mrs. Uh, the Miss Money in the Bank. So. <clears throat> you know you figure that you know all the women they, they've shown that they have a united front i mean it's actually funny because both shows uh this week have shown they have a united front against uh against the the, the incoming uh parties uh into both women's uh divisions so um you, you know that like something's bound to happen and then you know so you got those the riot R- squad out there and i mean they're called the riot squad for a reason I, I would assume that with a bunch of people out there you know somebody's gonna you you know shenanigans is going to happen, so I'm spending, you know, somebody, somebody get, Yo, get your hand in my pocket for a <laughs> smoke bomb. And then, <laughs> before a smoke bomb, and then, like, you know, Charlotte's going to have to match one, but she's going to look around, and she's going to, all of a sudden, get, she's gonna, instead of seeing a shotgun, she's going to see a white money in the briefcase, she's going to smile for it, it's going to flash off in her in her face, and she's going to get cashed in on. That's what I expect to see. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to, like, it's going to for a bunch of white women it's gonna look remarkably like this the the the
1: michael michael x uh biopic yes it's gonna look exactly like that yes oh my gosh um yes bro um if y'all have not seen um the Malcolm X movie with denzel washington if y'all can like find that on youtube please do because i want you to watch it for one thing there is like after the smoke bomb is thrown the the confusion is happening there's a dude that walks up on malcolm and then malcolm just smiles for some w- weird reason and all of a sudden they light that man the fuck up like i don't I, it's yeah. it's just hilarious like like why is he smiling he, okay i can't
0: remember what <clears throat> my song it was but it, it's it was the, bush's it's Oh, it was. I want you to smile for the yapper when, it, yeah. I yes. want you to smile for the yapper when you see it flash. Yes, that's exactly, what, that's exactly what Denzel portraying Malcolm X did at the end of. It's like uh, unintentional comedy for like some of these biopics are, all, are just off the scales, bro. Yes, just off the scales.
1: Yeah, so um, I, I'm not sure if it's a situation where every month now on we'll be saying Carmelo could cash in, but this is a perfect situation. Um, the only thing I yep. worry about with that is they just brought the riot squad in so for um carmella to win the title she can't fight any of them because she's a heel so is this just to keep charlotte occupied like out the uh title picture it it, it was kind of a short reign if that's the case or is the riot squad really like should their role be um you know serving as you know some more heel opponents for charlotte to to wrestle because everyone else is kind of exhausted at this point or you really don't want to see it like tamina
0: well, right. <laughs> I think right now, um, <clears throat> what, the, what the idea is, let's say you know they do go along with the with the Carmella cashing, right?
1: Yeah.
0: The idea is you make Carmella the champion. Um, Charlotte is pissed off because she one she already been jumped on, like she's already interfered in one of her title defenses. Um, so she uh, so she has had enough, and then you know it's gonna be it's gonna become a time where like you know. Um, Carmella's a champion. Uh Natty, you know, she's already had her title of offense and she's blown it. Or whatever. Um, you know, you notice they've already been like kind of being, being on like, you know, having to put their, their differences aside to like take on this new faction. It could be more of that. It could be betrayals, it could be people turning onto that. Like what 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 like why couldn't um Carmella decide to say, screw that, I'm going to join them?
1: Yeah, you never know. And then Charlotte has to run yeah, through. That, Look, then Charlotte has to run through all of them. Like Goldberg was supposed to run through the NWO. I'm
0: not, I mean, I wouldn't even set on having it be Carmel, like be uh, about Charlotte. You know, being the, the the queen bee of the of the uh, of the brand that she actually clearly already is. But I was thinking more along the lines of you know, like right now, like if, if the way this. Companies going right now, they kind of need like an A storyline and a B storyline for the women right now because like, you know, they've done so little of that at all this year anyway so that they need to like focus on that. So like, this could be the start to to going that route to where you can have like a title picture and a non-title picture. Non-title picture is the Riot Squad.
1: You got to run it. That should be their uh, catchphrase. We got a fatal four-way w- between the Usos, the New Day, Xavier Woods, or excuse me, uh, the New Day, Sheldon Benjamin, and Chad Gable, and Rusev and Aiden English. Um, they gave Rusev and Aiden English a win over the Usos this week with Aiden English getting the pin. Kind of eye-opening. But um, I guess you got to give these guys something. <clears throat> but um, I hope the Usos retain. I think they... You know, like, spoiler alert, I'm going to vote uh, the Usos as my in-ring performer of the year uh, for the One Nation Radio Awards. Uh, I was I was thinking about that the other day. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to vote for the Usos. So, unless, you know, I change my mind between now and the end of the year, um, I, I think those guys have been awesome. And I, I don't see any reason to take the belts off of them, especially with, like, the Bludgeon Brothers about to fuck uh, everyone up until they get to the Usos. So, maybe we can get that at WrestleMania, hopefully. But, um... You know, you never know. Uh, the, these matches, they have a lot of guys in them, and they tend to go well. Uh, they do these things, uh, like, you know, these are a lot of veteran tag teams and also, like, veteran guys like Rusev and uh, Shawn Benjamin. Like, he knows what the fuck to do. Uh, what are you expect out of this
0: champs? Uh, I expect the Usos to retain because, I mean, it's, it's way too soon for the for the New Day to go back to having the titles on them. Um, and going right back to Usos versus uh, New Day. Um, so I, I expect the Usos to, to uh, win. Um, I mean, for me right now, I'm kind of expecting, you know, to get, once we get to next year, I expect to see, like, we get to burn off this Shane McMahon and um, the Quebecer shit. I, I expect, at least I hoped anyway, that we start going towards um, throwing – Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn into a, into the tag team division, and them feuding along, and then like they, they focus on having a um focus on basically filling the card out with tag matches and tag members and singles matches or whatever to, to fill out uh, the show until we get to the pay per view where they will be in tag matches. Um, similar to what they've done on Raw the past couple of weeks, like I I like I really want to see. Uh, team Canada as a tag team, like fight for tag champions, like the cha- tag champions. Like, and also also would um, get uh, Kevin Owens the uh, the, the, uh, Grand uh, the Grand Slam. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I, just,
1: Look, it would whatever. get Sami like, Zayn a belt.
0: Yeah, that too. It would actually give him his first title reign. So Jeez. that I mean that was, and also you know, given the time frame, like. I think I think Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens and Team Member X versus the New Day is a WrestleMania caliber match. We'll but, I see. mean we'll you see. know, obviously you can burn it off on Raw at the <clears throat> Royal Rumble or whatever else, but like I could see that. I could see, you know, them possibly going after the Usos first and then they do Bludgeon Brothers versus the New Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you know, once the uh, Bludgeon Brothers finish whooping on the rest of the division, but like the geek parts, like so they get through like with like Rusev Day and the American Alpha 2.0, yeah. like yeah. Uh, but I think this match is going to be great. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the best match of the night. Like, why wouldn't it be? <clears throat>
1: yeah, the way tag team wrestling has been in 2017. Um, uh, then, um, as we mentioned, we got Breezango versus the Bludgeon Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers gonna whoop that ass. Um, how, What have you thought of these guys since they've returned?
0: It's so funny. They come out, and people don't know what to make of, like, the <coughs> gimmick, the music, uh, the gear, and then the bell rings, and they clobber the hell out of people. Like... I don't know how far this can go when them just clobbering people like like they're the Royal Warriors or Demolition or whatever gigantic, you know, tag team that beats on Geeks, but, like, they do it so efficiently. It looks so good. Um, They pop the crowd every time. Um, Their finish is whack, but, like, everything else they do is great.
1: I'm just going to say it right now in, in response to um, Josh from Keeping It Strong Style. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers are better than the Royal Warriors. So, um, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, Yeah, man. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, an ass-whooping of of, of all-time degrees. Um, we would talk about uh, Mojo Riley and, and Zack Ryder, but I just don't care about no pre-show matches um, that don't got the Usos in them. Um. Yeah, man. So uh, we had some other uh, news this week in WWE. Um, there was the announcement of what's being called the Mixed Match Challenge. And this is something that WWE and Facebook will be combining um, to uh, bring to you exclusively on the Facebook Watch app. And then um, the whole concept of it is uh, Raw and SmackDown will be each teaming up men and women to form tag teams to compete against uh, the other rosters, and um, I can go through the participants here. Um, So for Monday Night Raw, uh, we'll have Alexa Bliss, Alicia Fox, Asuka, Bayley, Braun Strowman, Enzo Amore, Finn Balor, Goldust, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, The Miz, and one final person who is rumored to be Samoa Joe. Um, and then on SmackDown, you've got Becky Lynch, Bobby Roode, Carmella, Charlotte, Jimmy Uso, Lana, Naomi, Natalia, Rusev, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, and the final fan vote will be a member of the New Day. So they I'm haven't so decided biggie. there. What's up?
0: Oh, it'll be either Big E or Xavier, but probably Big E. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Um, so like... I, I think the the and they're going to be mixed tag team matches. Obviously, the men will be fighting the men. The women will be fighting the women. Um, I think though, you know, the raw side is a lot more interesting as far as the uh, pairings that you can put together. Just seeing the personalities. Um, uh, wh- which ones are you kind of like looking forward to, James?
0: I'm looking to see like where they're going to put. Like, are they going to balance the roster? So, like, there were earlier today. You should me send me a picture of. I guess Nia Jax teasing that she was going to basically, more or less, choose uh, to be in a, a tag team thing with uh, Braun Strowman, which would be like, all right, well then fold the damn competition. What the <laughs> fuck are we doing here, right?
1: I like, canceled Christmas. She was trying to recruit, uh, and, and a yeah. bunch, of, and a bunch of them have been doing that across social media. Like, like yes. Sasha and, and Bailey were trying to get Finn, and uh, Alexa Bliss was trying to get Braun, and it was just you know hashtag Bliss and Braun. It'd be hilarious um you know how, how about Strowman and Bailey?
0: yeah I, I suggested Strowman and Bailey just for the comedy of like like let's say she needs to try to hug Braun Strowman sorry
1: Is she gonna try to hug Braun Strowman
0: yeah like basically uh you know like obviously they would never ever let Bailey win anything I mean if they do they would take it right from her right but anyway <laughs> let, let's say she were to win um, you get some of the moment almost like similar to uh, anger management in the early days, like it, it led to Teen Hell No, where like you know they're teasing a hug. Will there be a hug? Will, will Doctor Sh- I mean, you know, will Doctor Shelby finally convince them to hug each other? That sort of thing, and um, they could be a, a kind of a fun moment or whatever, like just for the comedy of like one. Like how how is how is Bailey gonna be around Braun Strowman and not be scared shitless into Yes how like will Braun Strowman even like give so much as a smirk to, to Bailey? Like throughout the whole entire run up of all the matches like leading to this whole thing.
1: Will Bailey be able to wrap her arms all the way around Braun Strowman? Of course not. Let's see. Um I would like to see Sasha Banks and the Miz team up you know how, how to how is the miz gonna be trying to order around the boss like that's just not gonna go well at all
0: um i would gold dust being but wait but wait what do you what like but like i thought i thought that like stephanie told us this year that like she's the boss Ste- sasha's not the boss because oh i, I forgot about influencer. that james
1: thanks for correcting Never, me yeah.
0: it, it's always yeah, the one thing it's always stephanie yeah, i can't believe yeah that's nothing like you know we, we we hop on here we always you know we, we jokingly always say free Caleb and everything right so Caleb said was trying to explain and I'm not going to give uh, I'm not going to give the uh, the uh, the analogy that he tried to use because god I can't believe he whatever anyway so <laughs> he was trying to say that like Stephanie has the worst reputation but Shane is actually worse as far as a worse person in kayfabe and I was like dude like Stephanie's been on TV like what maybe 15 times this year maybe probably less
1: yeah I'd probably say
0: and, that in that time like look like we're gonna you do to go checklist Sasha Banks buried <laughs> uh, Mick Foley buried
1: uh Kurt Angle
0: actually yeah Kurt Angle uh emasculated and buried uh, <laughs> Rollins I think I mentioned Sasha uh Jason Jordans same thing mm-hmm. uh uh also uh in the lead up to Wrestlemania completely dressed down Seth Rollins like mastermind look screw Seth Rollins uh with her husband and hand chose uh Kevin Owens or whatever like all of this evil stuff all this evil stuff Shane pretty much like Shane like Shane's just like a, a, a guy that's a dick that like thinks he's a good guy really that's pretty much his whole thing like all right. you like, would say, What's the worst thing he's done? The under siege thing's the worst thing he's done. Like, he whooped on a bunch of like his employees. He, he had a, some of his employees come and attack other employees. Like, that's, and, and he's being addicted to people that screwed him over first. That's pretty much all he's done. Like, so, but but anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. Like, oh, yeah, free Caleb? Nah, never that. You stay there. You stay where you <laughs> at.
1: Oh, on that side.
0: Parole, uh, yeah, your parole's
1: uh, been denied. Stay there. So um, I, I, I could go for Nia Jax and Goldust. I could go for Goldust and Alicia Fox. Um, I could go for... Oh yes, Goldust and Alicia Fox would be absolutely hilarious. Um, let's see. We've got Finn Balor. Maybe you can put him with Alexa Bliss like to try to like have Alexa Bliss bring some type of personality out of this guy. Um, well,
0: my question would be this. What would be best for Alexa Bliss? As far as the uh, the, the male uh, roster, I think as the, far as like,
1: I think the natural pairing would probably be most people would say the Miz, right? But oh yeah, but um, do you want both of those chicken shits together? Sure, why not? Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then there's like Samoa Joe, so maybe there's Nia Jack Samoa Joe, the Samoan connection. You know, something something they do like that. Um,
0: but but wait, do the But I thought it was like a thing where, like, the, you know, the, the the Samoans that belong to that family tree, that's, that's that's you know, that's as big as like Gaia. I thought, I thought like the only, only one. I thought they only stay. I thought they only stay. You know, I thought they only mess with that side. They don't. They don't deal with the off-brand Samoans, if you will. Yeah,
1: uh, they're gonna have to had to run that by the um, official Samoan family tree to see if uh, they can get that that cleared for for Joe to team up with Naya. Um, but moving to the SmackDown side, um, well, actually, um, who do you think Oscar should be uh, paired up with?
0: If, you, if you're if asking me, uh, I'd uh, probably say uh, mm, Finn Balor, maybe?
1: Oscar and Finn Balor. Those are going to be some long entrances, boy. Um.
0: <laughs> tw- look, but here's the thing. It's a 20-minute show. Like, it's a 20-minute show. Who cares? Like, these, these matches are only going to go, like, 14 minutes. Twelve minutes.
1: Maybe Oscar can go out there with gold dust. I that I would laugh at that.
0: I mean, but the thing is, you have to give Oscar somebody that's respectable because, like, you, I mean, at least right now, I mean, I mean they're they they're doing the whole thing where like it's not part of the universe, but like you can't go out there and really be beating Oscar,
1: right?
0: Even though they beat her down today or uh, last night before people made to save for her.
1: So I think you have to give somebody that's not respectable. Like, if you're not going to let her win, like, like, you know, maybe she's on the team that wins. Who knows? Um, But SmackDown, there's a little bit less. I'll go through it again just in case you forgot. It was Becky Lynch, Bobby Roode, Carmella, Charlotte, Jimmy Uso, Lana, Naomi, Natalya, Rusev, Sami Zayn, Nakamura, and then New Day member. Um, You can probably pair up Lana and Rusev right away. Jimmy Uso and Naomi right away. Um from there. he really a,
0: could go ahead and be like married couples, y'all go ahead and just
1: right. pair off. Y'all go ahead and pair off. All right. Maybe they they run it would have been great to see, you know, those upstanding baby faces, uh, Becky Lynch and Sami Zayn team up, but they had to go ahead and turn Sami Zayn. Um, so maybe Becky Lynch teams up with Nakamura and they have this deal where they do the arm bars to people. Um mm. Charlotte and uh, Bobby Roode, maybe, they can come out there with, uh, you know, see who has a better robe. Um, you know, I would probably put Sami Zayn with Carmella in this case. No real reason why. It's probably just going to come down to numbers. And then New Day member with Nat- with Natalia.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably how it's going to break down.
1: Like, if it breaks out it's, a different way, I'd be shocked.
0: It's a lot less fun. It's a lot less fun on SmackDown side because you like you have the two married couples and it's like yeah they're gonna pair off. Yeah. Like if they didn't pair off, I think it'd be a lot more interesting.
1: <clears throat> right. Like they'd be like yeah, um, Carmella, you're gonna be with Jimmy Uso, and then Naomi, you're gonna be <laughs> with one of the New Day guys or something like that. Like you're gonna be with Xavier. Like they were, you know, and they were like, oh yeah, they were, you know uh Funkadactyls and you know you uh, and his Avery Woods first came back, you know, trying to use the music, you know, call back. Let's you see.
0: back when that man had that afro and that stash.
1: Yes. Um they they can go ahead and put um put Lana with like Bobby Roode or something. So <laughs> so we can get jealous. Oh my, oh my gosh. Oh, that'd be that'd be hilarious. Um but uh, we got a couple other things to talk about on here Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it but um, it should be interesting James, why are they um, having a world title match with Braun Strowman, Kane, and Brock Lesnar in what looks to be 2018 Kane is 50 years old far removed from his prime he has been on TV for 23 years approaching at this point um,
0: uh, Kane or Kane or Glenn Jacobs
1: Glenn Jacobs so we okay, know who yeah. he is So we gotta, we gotta count that shit back to like 95, 94,
0: or something yeah. like that yeah, man I was a dentist
1: <laughs> yes, and, and, and somehow um, we've gotten in a position where it's Stroman, Lesnar, and Kane because A, they don't want to beat Braun Strowman B, they don't want to have him win the Royal Rumble apparently. And C, they don't want him uh defeated like with uh, or they don't want to do anything else with him. Like they just want to get him in there with Lesnar just for whatever reason for the look of it apparently and then have just Kane do the pinfall.
0: Yeah. This like is they stupid match. Like they booked it like they they like they booked a match where like we don't want to be we don't want to be uh Two guys. It's like, all right, well, then, like, how are you going to have an entertaining match when everyone knows that you don't want to be two guys?
1: Right. It, like, then how about not book it? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Like, we That's couldn't it. have just gotten, like, couldn't he just have. Uh, I feel like this is going to get drowned in uh, We Want Balor chants. Um, this is going to, you know, cool Braun Strowman down. is going to make him look like a loser, even though he doesn't do the pinfall. Like, he still loses the match. I don't know why, why right. WWE. Um, thinks that's okay, but okay, yeah, you're you're in the match, but you don't take the pinfall. Nah, man, well, you lost you either think, way.
0: Well you, well, you would think the logic would be that, like, all right, well, you always had this excuse where, like, you can get, like, basically the the three way match is a stopgap to extend a storyline to get you to where, where the you know where the big money is, which is the one on one match that they're what, never gonna the, do. The whole and the whole talk is always. All right. Well, you never beat me. You beat that jabron that was the third guy in the in the match. But the thing is, he's not going to get another rematch because Lesnar already beat this dude. So what the fuck?
1: Right. Um. I don't see the point. Um. I'm really like I don't understand why Kane is sniffing a world title match. And I believe we made the joke on One Nation Radio a couple of years ago. I feel like it's contractually obligated for either Kane or Big Show to wrestle for a world title. I just want to know where all this love for Mark Henry is. Like, if we if we got to have Kane and Big Show coming back all the time, where the fuck is Mark Henry? Because Mark Henry's better than both of their ass. Um, I don't, I don't like, have a problem with, with Kane, like, personally, like, enjoy his career, You know, would have been nice to see him, like, as a surprise Royal Rumble entrant to do, like, a couple eliminations and, you know, take your ass the fuck on, like, you know, but they're putting him over all these younger guys, they are having him in title matches, it's like, if this is the most quote-unquote talented roster that they've ever had, right, then why don't they fucking
0: use it? Now, I mean, trying and trying stuff different. I don't know, like, man. There, I mean, there. Ultimately, Kane. all of this stuff. Oh he, all of this. Ultimately, what what is I'm happening is Vince has certain tells, and a lot of people have tells like this, where things don't go right. You go back to what you know, right? So, like, let's say you're, um, like it's just this is the thing that keeps happening, right? Like, worst comes, worst comes to worst, with LeBron James on the basketball court, either he's gonna pass the ball, or he's gonna drive left. That's that's LeBron James. What he does. He's either going to swing the ball around the perimeter or he's going to eventually drive left. Or leave him that's, that's, free agency. That's when things go wrong. Huh?
1: Or leave him free agency.
0: Okay. Anyway. Um, so... And, um... in the situation with, uh... <clears throat> with, with Vince is... What... What does he know? He knows... I gotta pick up... I gotta have a top star. Um right now the top guy, the guy he wants to be the star is Roman Reigns. So he's dead set on getting that, getting that dude over or over to a level to where like he can be, or whatever. I don't know what the hell, like he's already over to a certain extent. He's never going to, he's never going to get to the list. Like he's never gonna be John Cena. It's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. Like stop trying to make fetch happen. Stop trying to make Roman Reigns. The next John Cena It's not going to, uh, the next right. level of John Cena It's not going to happen. Um, but at the same time, he also has this thing to wear big, big, big sweaty ugly dudes. Like, and Kane's a big sweaty ugly dude, and he's been with the company forever. And he and he's always gonna get get a, he's gonna get that dude a chance whenever like there's too many there's too many uh, big shows on the card, or they're just at a dead part of the year, which is always this time of year, and they always slog to get through to get the uh, Royal Rumble or the first uh, Raw of the year. That's how they've always done it. And this is where we are. We're in another one of these situations, especially because it's a brand split where we have to have. What, tw- uh, how many pay per views have we had this year? I
1: want to say there's been like. There's probably like the 24th pay per view or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they had
0: 24. They probably had have like, probably no, like. No, they
1: probably like had like 19 pay per views or like 20 pay per views.
0: 19 to 20. Probably 19 to 20, right? <clears throat> That's way too many pay per views. So this is where we're at now. Like, you might you like, We, we have put Cesaro
1: in this match or something. Like what the fuck?
0: No, because they don't want to put because Cesaro has been in a, is putting a slot. Like he is a guy that will be in being a tag team champion, and we might throw him a secondary belt. Maybe, maybe he. Has, yeah, I mean, he hasn't been a, in the sec, He hasn't had a secondary belt since he's never had a secondary belt. He's like, had one he like had when third, he first
1: showed up. He got the United States that, title, and, and but, they that's it,
0: but that's when it was the third belt, right? Yeah, like, like now with the brand split, now nah, he'll never, like, he he can be in a match for it like he was just the other day. He's never gonna win it, I don't think. Yeah. Because they think he can't talk. And he has braces in his mouth right now because he, uh, during a match, he got his teeth shoved up into his, uh, into his friggin' skull. Right. And then he showed it and played it for the camera. And what are you paying by? Making him a geek that can't talk with a mouthpiece in. Great. <sighs> cool. Awesome.
1: <laughs> um... Omega and Jericho um and I want to touch on this real quick. Um these guys are having a throwback 1980s awesome awesome angle right now. Um I wrote a column about it earlier this week. Um everything is completely un- un- uh, unpredictable with these guys. We didn't we didn't know Chris Jericho was going to jump out on this man in Fukuoka. We didn't know he was going to whoop Don Callis's ass. They pretty much blew that whole um you know kayfabe up of oh yeah we know everyone's kind of in on it with cyrus and omega and jericho like this has become a blood feud this has gone beyond this uh the dream match that has been marketed as and it has turned into something where we're gonna get some i don't know what the hell we're gonna see It's, it's gonna be a fight though and these guys are like busting each other to the white meat out here jericho's out here like like a completely new character uh in new japan he's like a psycho raging psychopath who's cursing at the media and cu- cussing at omega and basically saying this is gonna be omega's last match why because i'm gonna finish his ass that's why that's that's pretty much it and these guys are like you know it has been announced james i don't know if you've heard the news that it is now a double main event um
0: oh my god they're doing this event. they're doing this WWE shit. <coughs>
1: they they have announced it um yeah and and i what does that even mean no idea um are
0: there, are there gonna be two are there gonna be two rings side by side like like is the war games at the same time have them wrestle at, the, at the same damn time is that <laughs> is that what they're doing because if not there ain't no ain't no damn double main event
1: that's funny um yeah, but uh, it's it's just been awesome. I don't know how much you've seen of it, James, but it's like it's on another level right now. And from anything happening in wrestling,
0: I've only heard. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard good things. Like I saw, I saw a part of the uh, the media press conference where um, Omega jumps uh, Jericho, and and like I'm I clicking off from that because that um, something that came up at the time. But what what was hilarious to me was like. That look It wasn't like he got like he basically got quote unquote sucker punched or whatever else. Pretty much like he was sitting in the chair and he was talking and then he just basically looks over to his right and, threw uh, to his looks over to his left and he's like oh! And, it, and it's on immediately. It's yes. not like, it wasn't necessarily like when Natalia was jumping out on Nikki Bella uh, last year. It was like just enough where you see it, you see it coming. You brace, but you ain't quick enough to get your dukes up. You're yes. going to catch these hands. Yes. It was great.
1: Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, this man Don Cows has shown up to the airport in a neck brace, uh, getting yeah, special treatment chair. in a wheelchair. Yes, probably probably working those folks. Uh, that man's an Austin Auto All Star, apparently. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and the thing was it it has turned Omega into like this beloved baby face in Japan. Like I, like when you see the attack James, like the the one Jericho does in the ring, as soon as Omega starts fighting back, like the crowd like loses their mind. They start doing the Terminator claps and everything like that. It's like Kenny Omega is a sympathetic babyface in New Japan. I would never, ever, ever, ever predicted that. Cyrus basically, uh, Don Callis, he doesn't have to pick a side now. Jericho done jumped on his ass. So he can he can come out here and do all his uh Kenny Omega, Bobby Heenan, Ric Flair commentary, and that's just gonna be awesome. And these guys are, you know, it is on pretty much. So happy to see that. Um James he still
0: the main event though.
1: It's <laughs> a match I wanna see. Um cool. The uh
0: just I wanna look, just cause I want just, to see uh the the four way tag match that is up coming pay per view at uh um, the Clash champions for the for the tag of champions, doesn't mean that like that's the main event. Like Jinder Mahal is the main is in the main event. Unfortunately, but he is in the main event. He's gonna go on last.
1: So um, one more thing I want to talk about. So we were talking about, um, I forgot what it was. Um, it was like, uh, it felt, you know, the Omega and Jericho had like a, uh, a feel of like something like Terry Funk and Ric Flair.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh, you had told me uh, uh, like kind of a theory you had about uh, Terry Funk or a way yet that you can enjoy Terry Funk even more if you have not. Um, by picturing him this way.
0: Oh yeah, so you look at Terry Funk. Um, let's say someone my age, and you think of you know the Chainsaw Charlie stuff, and like him, you know, uh, doing all types of crazy stuff. Like he's a like he's a crazy old uncle that's lost his mind. Like, and you think of you know some of his older stuff when he was always he was always wild no matter what. And like you know you have the wacky clothesline thing, and um you know the fact he still is in his seventies, and he's still wrestling you know he he's gonna be somewhere this weekend wrestling still like the dude is out of his, out of his damn mind he's crazy um and but the thing is like you, you hear him talk and like when he's not like yelling loud like he sounds you know really like soft spoken like it's like a a switch almost, but like when he's on, a, when he but when he's on, like you can tell, like he, he's a so he's a nut job, and but it's it has like a, a kind of like, but it's no there's no polish to it, like he's just like, kind of kind of awkward man that's crazy, so, and uncoordinated. So for me, it's, I mean especially like if you watch him doing the attitude there when he you know, passed prime. So for me, like when you see you know one of his 15,000 fifteen thousand fifty eleven uh, retirement matches especially one in japan where it has the clip of him yelling forever like on a loop forever yes like i think i think all of that through the lens of like this man is clearly every time you've ever seen him in life he's always been drunk (laughs) there's no there's no other way to explain a human acting that way like for that long since like this dude has a drink problem like I don't know how seventy his liver has not failed him yet, right. but like this dude, I mean obviously this, like clearly this dude has some type of drinking problem, and always, he always ends up getting himself lit before he comes out every single time. And then you know whenever he decides to you know to uh, to put on pantyhose over his head and wield a chainsaw, you notice there's always like a white sub a white uh, residue substance like on the mask, like which. Uh, <laughs> Seems to me like someone's, you know, uh, you know, on on Potter sniffs, sniffing a little bit of Medellin's best, if, you know. So like that too. Like that, that's besides the point. Like if you if you view everything through the lens of Terry Funk on the lens of that guy is, is drunk right now, it is it's relatively harmless. I'm not being judgmental, but like it, it is more enjoyable to think. Oh, look at this goof. Look at this drunk, look at this junk-drunken fool, like, busting his ass, doing acai moonsault, damn near shattering his leg, and and he's in his 50s. Why? Because something compelled, something in his brain compelled him to the ropes to do this move, even though.
1: (laughs) He ain't got no damn business doing no, no, no acai moonsault.
0: You know what the best part about hearing about the acai moonsault is, they asked, they, somebody asked him after he did it the first time, like why the hell do you do that he's like I don't know <laughs> <laughs> like, well, be, like, be, like, say. be like Terry like, have you ever tried this before
1: no like
0: <laughs> yeah bro like you're just like you're, you're like you're complete like you're what they say uh, like you're you're complete like I mean, system to be able to judge and process things is completely like and he's inebriated like it's yes. gone it's relaxed like dude the filter you know like discretion is out the window he's out here flipping it on you boys yes never done it what if he had snapped his neck I broke his leg
1: i mean he would have got up he's terry funk like and you know like
0: <laughs> and he's drunk so it wouldn't hurt as much i guess
1: right so like a couple of them you were saying um uh, uh power driving flare on the table while drunk as shit you know oh, yes, terry yeah, funk yeah um you know basically i thought it was like terry funk he basically showed up Oh, you know, with a stocking on his face on national television as if he hadn't been a wrestler for twenty five years with a chainsaw. Of course he's drunk. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh. That that guy that guy's lost his mind. Like and I mean, you know, and I've done this before, like I don't think I've ever said this on the air, but like you've heard me say this before. Like I work I work under the guys that like Macho Man was high on cocaine all throughout the entire eighties. All of it. Uh-huh. Like why else would that man be that on edge? Why would that man be that like that hyper? Why would that man be that sweaty? Why would that man always be like? No, nah, that man's clearly either dead or he's on amphetamine.
1: Look, why was his, <laughs> why why would his eyes be wide the fuck open at all times?
0: Like yeah. you ever seen the the, the promo where uh, <clears throat> leading up to WrestleMania five?
1: He's not. Uh, even five looking, is, he's yeah. not even looking at the camera, right?
0: No five five when he's leading up to fighting Hogan, right? Yes. Right. Okay. So. WrestleMania 5. Um, and he, this is, like, after he's already, like, jumped Hogan. And, like, they come, they, t- tell, they show all the, like, all the little small stuff, of like, long story, uh, long, small things that led to bigger things where he finally combusted a snap. Where, like, he noticed his hand was on was on her backside at uh, one time. He, he, he had those lusting eyes. He noticed that, like, you know, he left matches uh, to go tend to her need when his, like when he's out there busting his hump, Right he finally spoke it and as you see him like basically explain like each like succession where it gets bigger and bigger and bigger like where like the you finally see like the camel is about to break yeah you see him standing there he's standing there just talking every time they cut back from uh, the video footage he's getting sweatier and pinker <laughs> and redder and louder and his voice is starting to go and and you know how macho g- talk like he do he, you know he you know like you know how you but anyway, like you see it like that dude is clearly like high on cocaine right now and that man is working up a lather. He doesn't he doesn't know what's going on here. That that like he does he's not he doesn't realize that this dude has swept through his shirt while standing. Like I mean Macho Man wasn't no gigantic dude. He was a pretty in shape dude to me. How do you get that mad that fast to where you in, in the span of like four or three minutes? You standing there, you're dry as a bone, and then by the end, you're sweating. Through, you're just sweating. Through, you have to take off your glasses because you're sweating so bad. I shades. A, I'm
1: going to have to watch that. Um, Bro, it's hilarious. I haven't watched it in a while, so I, I may have not noticed that. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, man, um, that's pretty much going to wrap up the show. Um, uh, Thank you guys all for listening. Uh, and make sure you guys check out all the other shows on the uh, Social Suplex Podcast Network. Uh, you guys can check out Ricky and Clive, our Scottish export. They should be releasing sometime soon. Um, you can check out the SMC Podcast uh, with Caleb, Rance, and Carl. And then you can also check out Keeping It Strong Style for all your New Japan coverage with Jeremy and Josh. And then um, we always do our live shows on Sunday. And we finally got back to doing a uh, regular old podcast today. Um, but we're going to be doing um, actually tomorrow night. I'm going, which will be Thursday evening. I'll be on the Implication show live on Lords of Pain Radio. Um, and James and I will be appearing on Chad Matthews' show. <clears throat> I want to say next week after Clash of Champions, if I'm not mistaken, to talk about Clash Champions and, you know, some end of year stuff um we have something that we are calling uh we have pretty much a holiday show that we have come up with and it was a off concept that james like kind of made a joke of. i was like bro that would be like an awesome like segment so we are going to present the 2017 uh one nation foh draft and if you don't know what foh stands for that means fuck out of here so what we're planning to do is like a uh, holiday episode and maybe make this in, like an annual thing so We're going to tally up all the things, or some of the things that, you know, made us say, get the fuck out of here in WWE, and what we're going to do is do it with, you know, at least two other people. Um, We're still trying to decide and narrow that down, but um, we're going to draft all the ones that we, you know, want, and the one that you draft is, you know, you go ahead and shoot on it, and to make things a little bit more fun, we're going to drink during this, (laughs) during that show so you will get one nation radio and our guests lit for the holidays shooting uh on all the things that made us say get the fuck out of here and then that will be in conjunction with our award show which will follow that um they uh yeah so that's pretty much like that looks like the end of the year lineup for uh, one nation radio what we got going on um and i, I believe we're gonna have a show that airs on uh, lords of pain radio as well so um <clears throat> We're uh trying to make some moves. Uh James, you got anything else you want to add before we get up out of here?
0: No, nah, nothing. Uh oh yeah, uh real quick, uh shouts out to Dylan James and the group on um uh the wrestling square circle. He hooked me up today. Um he didn't have to uh spent time out of his own day, helped me out. Like I had a I had a crazy uh uh you know, suggestion or or ask for advice uh, thing. Uh, where I asked somebody, like, if they could, to uh, put together, like, real interests interest from the past, from uh, WWE wrestlers, uh, like, you know, go on YouTube and, you know, grab the footage or whatever of someone entering, and then cut the audio out and add in audio from, like, current songs or whatever else, uh, just because it, the the idea, the thought of, thought of somebody of, for example, the one I used was Mr. Man walking uh-huh. out to... Uh, 21 Savage bank account. Well, to me, in my mind, like it sounds hilarious. Like I'm just imagining doing the walk, and uh, he's like, you know, uh, seventy five, hundred, and on a Saint Laurent jacket. Like <laughs> I, I, I thought it was hilarious. So, and, and, and it was it was even better than I imagined it. Uh, and I and think then, he got
1: banned from uh, posting videos in the process. So Dellen really did, yes, for, for, did. The, for the culture out yeah. here
0: you know yeah i think he said it was temp- a temporary thing but like i mean it's funny because like it's a private group whatever but whatever he still hooked me up and then um i also mentioned um have oscar come out the boat yeah. and it was fantastic like it worked perfectly um like it was one of the things where it was funny to see because of the juxtaposition of like who oscar is as his japanese woman and like you know like what her spirit like you know as a wrestler what her spirit is and then like her, her you know like no one's ready for oscar like that, that fits in line with like you couldn't fuck me even if you wanted to like that that goes in line with that right yeah. even though you know the the culture different like the, the message is still the same it's just the coding so i thought that was pretty cool um i also met, I asked them um to do uh the post malone and 21 savage uh rock star with uh nakamura um, and that's when he found. Then he tried to upload that, and that's when he ended up um, getting, his, um, getting banned. But he still ended up sending it to me through a message, and like it was kind of similar to in a way to um, the awesome thing, where like, it's, well, not even that, where, where like it's also funny, but it was it was actually like it actually fit like with the strobe lights, like you know, because like that song kind of feels like you're in slow mo because you know the whole song's about them doing drugs, making feel like you're in slow mo. With the strobe lights yeah. So like It kind of all fit together And then like You know The tall talk about I'm being a rock star i like That clearly is what Nakamura is He is a rock star Like Kind of all fit together Yeah Um But like But yeah Definitely um Shouts to him Because like He didn't have to do that He took time out of his day To do that He could have been like Look bro Like Could have just scroll, Kept scrolling by <laughs> and, and just Went about his life
1: Yeah man Uh So shout out to Dylan. Um uh, Shout out to everybody In the wrestling square circle Uh uh, love you guys. Uh, you know, you guys uh, definitely help make this show what it is. Uh, give us a lot of good conversation for the week and you know, everything like that. But um, shouts out to all the listeners are, like around the world, uh, as we mentioned last week, and also New Jersey, and um, you know wherever else we're, we're we're just trying to get over out here. So make sure you guys leave us ratings. Um, we definitely uh, would enjoy that. Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Podbean. Uh, if you go back on the if you have the Podbean app, you can. Uh, go to the, you can go really back, Um, and this would probably be a a good thing to do uh, for the end of the year shows. James, I listened to our Royal Rumble instant reaction show um, the other day Mm -hmm. like bro, we were so depressed, especially me, it was just like bro, I could feel myself like looking at the ground like trying to describe what I had just saw uh, with Randy Orton winning the Royal Rumble actually, you weren't that mad, you weren't that mad, I was I was just like, I can't believe they let Randy Orton win the 2017 Royal Rumble. I was just like in complete disbelief.
0: Well, I wasn't down on because at that point in time, like they were, I mean, they had built, they had built that, that, that thing. <clears throat> well, I mean, it just, you know, you got that shitty match. You got at WrestleMania. And it's so what everything looks like. It's complete garbage, but like
1: you, I had the vision.
0: I mean the burn, the burn, like him burning down Orton's, uh, uh Orton burning down Wyatt's, uh uh um, family gravesite thing is still like one of the 10 5 10 biggest things that happened uh, shocking things that happened all year like obviously it was shocking for different reasons like it's also doubles as like the the most awesome terrible thing that also happened on tv in wwe as well but like it was damn sure memorable and like they did set it up well we're like they they were the two final survivor or uh two final survivors for survivor series um they set the whole thing up where he goes over to being on the Wyatt's even before Survivor Series. Yeah, they, um, they became they were tag champions together. Um, you know they had a falling out with they basically he or basically dissolved the, uh, the the Wyatt family in that whole storyline. <laughs> like you know it it just that match happened and they decided to put projections of freaking bugs and earthworms on um, the floor. And they decided <laughs> not to have a real match. Decided to have sports a uh, sports entertainment fest
1: and you know it happens right like man, I, I knew we was headed for bullshit from from the second that man threw a run reigns out so i like to just shout myself out for uh calling that early but yeah like i said you guys you know can I mean, go back through the archives and all that
0: yeah look we still look worst case scenario regardless of whatever <clears throat> happened look you can say it was one of the worst uh feuds of the year i mean and i mean there aren't too many um Many of the matches that were that, that were as bad as that. I mean, obviously the Punjabi Prison match, but ultimately, you can say what you want to about how good or how entertaining or fun you know points of it were, but like ultimately, what we we're always gonna have the te- it's gonna stand the test of time. When we me, this pod, me and you, this podcast is gone. We in pine boxes and dirt. We all what we're gonna what will live on forever in infamy is Randy Orton in front of that burning house hitting his fucking pose bro <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I think Never that's, a, little ever. that's a good place to end it man uh yeah thank you guys uh for listening uh we appreciate it have a great week we will see you guys back here Sunday
0: later